hey, welcome to Transform Pain to Power, the podcast about what it really takes to resolve pain and the simple, unconventional yet proven techniques to get you there most quickly. Listen in for high-level creative conversation to inspire you to engage with the life that you want in a body that you love. Hello and welcome to episode 29. I'm your host, Molly Jager, and today I have a croaky voice. (laughs) I've been waiting for my voice to get better all week to record this and it's still not there. So I have a plan. Today I'm going to share with you a movement lesson from inside Movers Academy. And this lesson is in the mode of the Feldenkrais Method, also, which is what I call mind-body movement. It's a wonderful lesson that if you do it, it's about 45 minutes long or so. So give yourself plenty of time. If you do it, you will experience amazing effects, period, because it's a wonderful lesson. And this work is amazing. And when you work with your mind and your body, and you bring it into a place of harmony, a place of uh, cohesion, amazing things happen. Hello, walking miracle that you are. (laughs) Did you forget? Did you forget that every human is kind of a miracle? That life is totally, unbelievably awe-inspiring and miraculous? Well, this is gonna be a little reminder. So let me think a few things that you might want to know because it's not necessarily a beginner lesson so I don't go through every all these little details which is that the lessons are yours to come and go through. You can have as many pauses as you want. You can rest as you want. Imagining the movements in your mind is as effective as doing the movements if you if that works for you and if the movements are painful in any way. Uh, or exacerbate any pain that you have. The idea is to do less. Do less or modify the movement in some way that allows you to participate. So even doing it in your imagination, that's a modification, right? So that gives you an idea of how broadly you can think about uh, modifying the lesson for yourself. Um Sometimes people like to use a folded up towel under their head to give them a little bit of head supports. It's recommended that you do it on the floor. If you can't get down and back up off the floor, you can do it on your bed, preferably like on the foot of your bed or lying around, lying sort of opposite. And yeah, have fun. Go outside, do it outside. It's beautiful, it's sunny, it's warm where I am anyway. Bring a blanket throw a blanket over you and put a hat on if it's a little chilly. Lots of wonderful ways that you can make this lesson your own. Give yourself this time to have an amazing experience of the miracle that you are. Miracles are not always flashy and spectacular, right? Sometimes they are subtle and they take intuition and a certain kind of state of mind to access. And of course, if you're interested, you can always join Movers Academy. Reach out to me if you can't find the link down below. I'll put it in the show notes for this podcast where there are many, many lessons of many different lengths, of many different positions, movement sequences, uh, addressing all different kinds of needs and desires and wishes that you may have, including trainings and other kinds of support. So you can find that in there and you can join and access these kinds of lessons all the time on demand as you need it, as you want to, as you want it. So with that, I will leave you to enjoy. Okay, so for this lesson, You're going to be lying on the floor. However, as always, we'll start in standing. And you also may want to have a towel because there are a few moments in the lesson where you may want to pause lying on your side. So go ahead and 
get what you need, set your space, and take off your shoes. Take a moment initially in standing to feel what it is that you do, to feel who it is that you are in this moment. Where in your body is your attention drawn and why? Is it an area of your body? Is it a thought or a feeling? Or maybe all of the above? What is your sensation of groundedness? Of mobility? Bring your attention down into your base. How do your feet contact the floor? And how do you stand over them in your whole skeleton? Just feel that contact built and how it is built from the ground up. And you'll find that by going down. Feel how your feet can be wide. Imagine them being fully on the ground and wide, feeling all of the five toes in each foot, all of the contours of each foot. Very simply, very clearly. And with this internal focus, very slightly begin to bring your weight to be a little bit more forward, more over the balls, just slightly forward of that center place. And then back and slightly back from the center place towards the heels. And so very internally now, you shift your weight a little bit forward, a little bit back a number of times and come to the middle place and do the same thing side to side. Noticing how you do it, where you move to shift your weight. And have a few steps around the room. And come to lie on your mat. Take your time in getting down. No rush. As we go through the recording today, remember that you are your own teacher and that it's ultimately always going to be only you there at the end of the line to take care of yourself. So begin this lesson knowing that all of these lessons are a practice in this. If at any time you need to take a pause and not do a certain movement or not do the instructions, do that. Listen to your body. If your body is saying, I don't appreciate this, find a way around it so that you're not pushing yourself. Listen to your body and experiment with how you can respond to be more comfortable, whether it is to change how you're doing the movement or to refrain from doing the movement at all. So the steps are there. It's kind of like a choose your own story, right? You choose how you want to walk through this journey and you choose according to what you feel you need what feels right so you give yourself permission at any time to do or not do what the lesson is asking or how to do it okay so go ahead and lie down on your back if you're not already and if you've got glasses remove those And 
If it's comfortable to have your legs long, do so. If not, then stand your feet and bend your knees. Take a moment to feel the contact that you make with the floor beneath you. How do you sense the floor? How do you know that the floor is there? What is the feeling of the floor beneath you? And bring your attention to the sensation of each leg touching that floor. Does one leg feel longer than the other? Does one leg touch the floor differently? Are the toes of one foot turned out a little bit more away from the midline than the other? As you begin to notice any asymmetries in yourself, just know that these are all fine. And again, they will change as you move. Bring your attention to each arm and how each arm touches the floor and each hand. And what is your sense of your tailbone? Can you feel in your imagination, in your mind's eye, where your tailbone is? Can you think? Can I find it if I go looking for it in my mind's eye? It's there. I promise you. And it's connected to the place where you press the floor beneath you uh, at the back of your pelvis, your sacrum. And it's probably curved a little bit upward. So follow your tailbone to feel upward into your sacrum, how you press there. And perhaps you'll notice that your, your, pel your pelvis is resting in a specific way, maybe a little bit turned to the right or to the left, or there's a, there's a rotation somewhere in your pelvis. Perhaps you notice that one side is lifted, feels higher in the air, higher towards the ceiling than the other side. Or lower down towards your leg, your foot, that further away from your head. There's all these different ways that our body adjusts over the years to the way that we use it. Okay. And then follow that upward into your lower lumbar spine, feeling all the vertebra and the shape of that curvature and then continue upward to feel if you can as well the vertebra in between your shoulder blades so your middle back and then continue in your mind's eye to follow that line that living line of your skeleton upward into your neck, all the way up into the base of your skull, and then the skull itself, your cranium, and where you touch the floor there. And get a picture of this part of your skeleton, your whole spine from your tailbone to the top of your head and notice if you sense any curvatures or twists or turns in your spine. Yeah. Okay. Just beginning to exercise and increase the ability of that muscle of that ability to feel yourself. And now if you don't already have your legs standing, go ahead and do that. Stand your feet and bend your knees. And just a few times in the way that we did 
initially begin to draw your low back in towards the floor by pressing with your feet as well as engaging the middle of yourself very gently. And you can do this strongly and forcefully, but you don't need to, to make it happen. So just be very gentle and feel how you can create a very clear movement with effort, but without pushing with energy, but without force. Yeah. And then let that go and go in the opposite direction to lift your lumbar spine and to increase that arch of your back away from the floor. And you can try that a few times. Pause. Feel how that has illuminated just that small movement, uh, how that has illuminated for you your picture of your spine, your ability to feel it. And then now come once again into bringing your lower back more into the floor and pause there for a moment. And can you feel how you press the floor and how that movement, the force of that movement goes down into the floor? The angle of it goes into the floor. And instead of upward into the rest of your body through your spine. So now we're going to explore a way to do this a little bit differently with the intention of sending that force more vertically through the skeleton, right? Anytime we're talking about uh, directionality, it's in terms of the body. So when I say vertical, I don't mean up in the room. I mean in your body. So if you're lying down, vertical is still in terms of your own skeleton, right? Okay, so let that go if you haven't already. (laughs) And bring your feet a little bit further away from you, a little bit further down than you would normally. And so your legs unbend a little bit. And make sure that you have a good space there between your feet. Nice and comfortable. And then now bring your attention once again to your spine. And can you recognize that your spine is not on the floor? Your back is on the floor. The back of your sacrum is on the floor, but your spine is inside you. And it's a three-dimensional structure, right? So all those vertebrae are round. And that the center of that column is several inches above the surface of the floor inside your body. Can you begin to imagine that? It might help you to think of the inside of your spine or the the front of your vertebra that is inside your body. When you press the floor, you can feel the part of the vertebra. There's a little spinous process that sticks out of each vertebra, a bony process that sticks out like the um, dorsal fin of a dolphin, for example. And you can feel that. But deeper than that is the actual round vertebra. And then within that round structure is the center of the whole spinal column through each vertebra, right? So here's what you're going to do. Feel the contact of your feet on the floor, how they are there resting. And you're going to pretend that your feet are stuck to the floor In fact, your whole body is stuck to the floor and you're going to push along almost in the same plane as the floor downward, but your feet don't move and you don't slide upward either because your body's stuck. So instead, what will happen is that as you press your feet, as you press into your feet away from you towards your toes, 
then feel how that force comes back into your knees and up through your whole spine. You could imagine somebody standing in front of you with their hands on your knees, sort of at the front, and pushing upward through your skeleton. And you're generating that kind of force for yourself by pressing your feet in this way. So experiment with that a few times, that you press away You press into the floor, but away towards the ball of the foot, towards your toes, as if you wanted to slide your feet, but of course they don't. And then your body receives, your skeleton receives that force as it reverberates back upward through your whole skeleton. And feel how you can aim. This is the key. So you do it and then you let it go. And it's a small movement, so it won't be big. And now the next time you go to do it, see if you can calibrate your aim so that you want that force to arrive through the center of each vertebra. And again, remember the, the, your spine is several inches off the floor, the center of that spinal column. So feel, feel it, organize very subtly, right? This is very fine detail. And then press into the floor and away with your feet and feel how you can let it grow and you can continue to calculate as you move. You can continue to find it until you feel that you've reached the end all the way. And then this time let it go and then also go the other direction so that you almost feel that somebody's pulling like there's a string go running through your whole spine and somebody pulls you down and as you do that you're pelvis rolls downward, right? Rolls down in the direction of your feet, of your heels. And then let that go back to the middle place. You push with your feet into the floor and away, sending that line of force back up into your skeleton, feeling all the vertebra, letting that go slowly, coming through the middle place and feeling the pull. And then you begin to round down towards your feet. And as you go down, you will increase the um, curvature of your lumbar spine and it will come away from the floor. But rather than going up vertical, it comes away, but the line of force is pulling down through your skeleton, right? Okay, have a pause with that. Lengthen your legs. So a new way of moving, a new way of thinking that is very fine, very specific, and perhaps new. So what is the resonance of what you were just doing? What is the resonance of the kind of intention and concentration that you were bringing to that movement? What is the resonance of the way in which you were doing that movement? Was it, do you have a sense of release? Or do you have a sense of built up tension that was gathered? And now you have to release it now that you're not doing it anymore. Just see. What is your, what is your sense of how you were attempting this very new, this very new thing? Okay. Stand your feet again, bend your knees. And again, have your feet a little bit farther away from you than you would. So your knees are a little bit more unbent. 
but still bent, right? So still comfortable in a placement where your feet can rest fully on the ground and you don't feel that you're pressing your ball of your foot, but that it can rest really easily as well. And now place your hands on this part of your pelvis so that you can come just to the front of your body down below on the sides and feel this bony structure. It kind of, the bone that sticks up on either side of your lower abdomen. And this is the front of your pelvis, the kind of fan that comes around from the back. And it's a point that you can feel. And then further down, you can feel your pubic bone right in the middle, further down. And so this is like the front of your pelvis and it's like the bowl without, and this side, you know, uh, doesn't have a side. Basically the front dips down and doesn't have, um, is kind of open to the front. So find those three bony structures and place your hands in a way so that the, the base of your hand is resting on the two upper bony structures on the sides and your fingertips are resting on your pubic bone. So you have a kind of triangle shape there that you're laying your hands over and really in contact with the bone. So you feel that structure rather than just the softness of the abdomen, which is there underneath your hands as well. But you're coming into contact with that very uh, clear structure of your skeleton. Okay. And then a few times now, we're going to begin to do this same action. So as you're ready, go ahead and press into the floor upward through your body and feel how you can aim to go through the center of each vertebra and feel how it grows until you get to the very top of your head and then you release and you simply let that fall away and begin to rock your pelvis in the other direction and then there's a pulling through your whole body through all of the vertebra down through your feet and you try that a couple of times each time more smooth each time less force each time feeling how it can be simple and emerge, right? It's like trying to get that speck of whatever out of the water glass. You know, you have to go slow. If you go forcefully, there's too much movement and too much happens and you can never catch it. So you have to go very slow and carefully with the tip of your spoon, right? And that's what you're doing with this movement. Going very slow, feeling your way as you go. And what do you sense beneath your hands that are resting there on the front of your pelvis, on these bony landmarks of your body? When do you feel that your heels of your hand go down towards the floor and your fingertips come up? And when do you feel that your fingertips go down and your heels of your hand come up and you just kind of feel that you are taking a ride and that your pelvis is rocking as you push into the floor and send a line of force upward through your whole spine and then back through the middle place and down. Feeling the movement of your pelvis by feeling the movement of your hands. Okay. And go ahead and let that go. Elongate your legs. Let your hands rest on the floor by your sides. And this is a time where you might want to roll to your side and have a pause in sideline if that sounds nice to you.
just taking a moment to be comfortable and to let all this settle. These pauses, these breaks are essential for your nervous system. We need that processing time. We can't keep feeding and feeding and feeding. We need also to have moments and periods of digestion. Very, very important. And you can feel it. In fact, I can tell you that it's important, but in fact, you can simply feel how nice it is just to rest for a moment. And really remember that that is your guide. This is what I want. This feels nice. And know that what feels nice is right. There's a reason for that. Okay, and then make your way back onto your back if you've not roll if you've rolled to your side. And if not, just simply stand your feet and bend your knees so you're in this same position and reorganize your feet so now you have a sense of what the movement is so you can place your feet in a position that feels best to you that feels like uh, you can really uh, do it most easily and by the way if this movement of pressing upward through your spine is painful at all if it feels like it's pinching something don't do it Simply do, you might find that rocking your pelvis down and having that pulling action feels really nice. And you can just do that part of the movement and the pressing upward through the spine, just do that in your imagination. And as you imagine it, if this is you and you need to not do it, as you imagine it, imagine it being pleasant so you can make it pleasant and you can find you can still find the center of your spinal column in your imagination you can still seek it out without actually doing the movement and seek it out in a way that you can also let it be comfortable in your imagination so that you start to build that instead of the experience of discomfort right you want to build the experience of comfort into the movement and connect that up with, you know, within your nervous system. Okay. But if it's comfortable for you, either way, um, bring your hands to press, uh, to rest rather, on your lower ribs. So on the front of your body and on the lower ribs, somewhere where your ribs um, come together at the bottom of your sternum, Kind of there and a little bit down below and on the sides in a comfortable place just where your hands rest nicely there feel the shape of that bony structure feel the ribs themselves and how they are round rounded mm-hmm. and then begin with your attention to feel how you could begin to press into the floor down and away and that line of force could arrive through both legs into the pelvis, into both hips and come together up through the vertebral column, up through your spine and feel it grow. So it's a, it's a gradual process of pressing and a little bit more, a little bit more, a little bit more. And as you do, it travels upward a little bit more, a little bit more. You press and you release and your body comes back down and your pelvis shifts. And then you go in the other direction, rolling your tailbone down, rolling your pelvis down and feeling almost as if there's someone pulling pulling your whole spine down through the center of your feet in that direction. And then you let that go and your pelvis comes back to the middle place and you press in your feet. And so you go back and forth and feel what's happening. 
Feel what you feel between your hands, underneath your hands, as you do this movement. So you can kind of spread your attention. So with each passage, with each repetition, you continue to actively seek the center of your spinal column. Because at this point, chances are you don't really know where it is, right? So each repetition is coming anew to the question. Where is the center of my spinal column? How can I feel it? Can I feel it pulling through here? And then what do I feel beneath my hands? How are my ribs moving? Yeah. So you continue to ask the question and to feel for the answer. In particular, can you feel the ribs that are attached, that you're feeling now, that you're touching, are attached to the vertebra in the middle of your back, which is in many ways the part, the darkest part of the spine for most people. So see if you can feel this movement traveling upward through your spine there in the middle place and downward. Can you feel the pull there in the middle place? It's easy to feel generally in the lower spine and in the upper spine in the neck and difficult to feel all those middle vertebra are very elusive, but we can find them. You can find them with careful attention. Soft, soft in your jaw, soft in the base of your tongue. Just feeling nice. Go ahead and have a pause. And if you would like, roll to lie on your side. If not, you can simply lengthen your legs. Let your hands rest on the floor at your sides if you remain on your back. Once again, feeling the contact of the floor beneath you. It hasn't gone anywhere, even though you have gone in many places with your attention. The floor is still there supporting you. Okay. And then carefully coming back to lie on your back, standing your feet and bending your knees. And if you began with something underneath your head as a support lying on your back, you might want to question and just see whether or not you still need it because these things change. And you may, you very well may. So again, all of these things are questions that you're asking yourself. Bring your hands now to rest on your upper ribs and have your fingertips resting on the on your collarbone right in the center, the two sort of knobs in the center at the top of your sternum. Your fingertips resting there and the rest of your hands just resting on your ribs below. And feeling what you feel beneath your hands, the musculature there is more dense, more strong and the more fibers than the muscles between your, your hands and your ribs down below. So you might be feeling that might be feeling those muscles and also the ribs and also the clavicle that inner part portion of the collarbone. 
position your feet and before you even do the movement, can you feel your structure? Can you get a picture of your skeleton, of your feet on the floor, of your legs, your knees, your thighs, and how your thighs, your, I should say, your femur bones of each leg come into the socket of the, at the pelvis, forming the hip joint. And then that comes into the triangular bone of the sacrum and upward into the lumbar spine and all the vertebra up above in through the middle back where the ribs connect up through the upper back in between the shoulder blades, the neck up through the base of the skull and into the skull itself. And there is a center point in this whole structure, how this force can travel up and down, right? So now begin to see what it's like to begin this action of rocking and rolling your pelvis by pressing into the floor, down and away up through your body and feel how you can calibrate your your movement right your press your pressing your action to seek the center to aim for the center and then release and feel the pull almost as if somebody's pulling downward along just a few inches off the floor kind of pulling you downward and you're pelvis rocks down and your whole spine is pulled down Mm -hmm, very fine do this a number of times feeling what you feel underneath your hands not so accustomed to feeling this part of our body as a part of our body that moves, that can move. So what is it like? What's happening there in your chest as you softly and slowly rock up and down in your whole body? It's a quiet attention that you have to bring so if you're using a lot of force to do the movement you won't be able to hear what's happening in your chest so be quiet and soft and slow so that you can hear the whisper of movement in your chest very fine and when you're ready have a pause and before you roll to your side take a moment to just elongate each leg rest your arms at your sides feel the contact that you make with the floor Is there any change that you sense from the beginning when you first lay down? Perhaps if it was uncomfortable for you to lay with your legs long, you find that now your body has, has, is allowing you to do that comfortably. What is the resonance of the movement? that you were just doing, of the way that you were doing it. And I'm going to read you a quote from Movement for Self-Healing by Mayor Schneider. Like a child, 
the body demands attention, and even more so when we try to ignore it. By becoming sick or disabled, the body forces us to listen. And that is what you are doing. Deeply listening to your body. Deeply searching for the clues to heal. He goes on to say, no matter how badly off you may be or how handicapped, there is some strong power within you that can always heal you or at least make your situation better. No matter how isolated you feel, your higher self is always there to be your best friend. Knowing this, you needn't feel isolated or fearful or helpless. Your power of healing exists in every muscle of your body, every brain cell, every nerve fiber, every blood vessel. You're born with the power to heal yourself and you only need to rediscover it. Finding this power is like opening up a closet and locating what you've been looking for everywhere. It was there all the time, but you just didn't see it. We search everywhere for cures for our diseases, not realizing that there is a force within us that has an infinite capacity to heal the body. Take a moment to feel the length of your spine as you perceive it, to feel the length of each leg as you perceive it, your arms, your shoulder blades, and where is your tailbone? Is that becoming any more clear? When you're ready, you can roll to lie on your side, taking your time to transition back into the world, back into the room, being present to yourself internally and also as a body in this world. And bring yourself in your own time up to standing, pausing as you need to, letting yourself reacclimatize at each level, right? So you might need to pause in sitting for some time, seeing what you see. And as you come up to standing, feel how you can do this action of bringing your weight from the floor to standing without being forceful, right? It requires effort. It requires energy, but it doesn't have to require force. Is that possible? And if not entirely so at this time, know that it will become easier. And each time you do it, you'll find an easier way little by little. Again, once on your feet, take a few moments in standing feeling where your center is over which you balance the stability, the groundedness of your feet and the length of your spine, how you can be grounded and also tall and also elongated, erect. Slowly shift your weight a little bit forward 
a little bit back, feeling how you do it ever so slightly. You don't have to show that you're doing it, right? It's just the internal experience. And then a little bit to the left and to the right. And when you're ready, have a few steps around the room. Take all the time that you need and enjoy. lesson today. Enjoy your new hip joints, legs, torso, spine, mind, perspective, all the wonderful things. And if you want more like this, then come join Movers Academy. It's just $37 a month right now as of the recording of this podcast. And you get many different lessons like this of all shapes and sizes. And they're yours to do on demand. And if you want my help, if you feel like you need more support, then reach out and I will help you resolve your pain in usually three months or less with some really powerful, really simple techniques that are as accessible as this type of movement lesson. Everything I do is mind-body based and everything anybody can do. So if that's something that you want, reach out. Links are in the show notes. I'll see you soon.